0: Snuff Production. Spread your jams and drizzle your syrups. Why is it so sticky? It's Matt and Alex all day breakfast.
1: Well, it's a very good Monday morning to you listening and also to the very sneaky rat dog sitting opposite me mate is it a good morning that that indicates that you could be a
2: homeowner i genuinely do not want no but you went to your very first auction over the weekend with an itchy trigger finger and i have no idea how it's turned out because matt you wouldn't let me in on the secret over the weekend i sent you a text Oh, on I know, so you were trying to get go? this
1: scoop, that's why I'm calling you sneaky, you're out there, it's Saturday afternoon, you're like, how'd you go? And I'm like, no, you'll find out on Monday's podcast, and you're like, boo, I got the text right here, nah, tell me, you rascal, don't have to give me the details, get out of here, you sly rat dog!
2: Okay, what you call sneaky, I call being a good friend. But let's indeed agree to disagree <laughs> on this one. We do have audio live of Matt's auction over the weekend. I'll be hearing it at the same time of you as you. And I'm going to be crossing my fingers uh, that you have a domain.com.au article written about you, Matt O'Kind. Just like uh, the one that popped up on, on Twitter over the weekend. Uh, the article, How I Really Did It, the young Melbourneian who bought a townhouse on a single income. And then <laughs> the person it. on Twitter says, every time, every single time <laughs> you read through the article, and it goes, Nicole started seriously looking for a property to buy in mid 2019. Rather than applying for a home loan herself, it was decided her parents would buy the property on her behalf. <laughs> <laughs> so be honest, did Mac O'Kyne the day back hey,
1: front this? He has not had a call. This whole time, all right. So, so he doesn't know
2: either. He's listening to this at the same time. Yes, too. yes. Oh. All right. I don't.
1: I don't. I don't do handouts. That I'm not. I'm not asking okay. for favors. Does Belinda know? <laughs> yeah. Well, I tell you what. I mean, that was. I got there and I was. They were like, so who's it gonna? Whose name is it gonna be under? Right. You have to do fill all this stuff out before the auction. And I was like, oh well, I don't know whether it's gonna be me or me and my partners. And then the, the lady was like. Well, it's going to have to be you because your partners are here and uh, you're just going to have to... <laughs> it's either going to be you or it's going to be no one. And I was like, oh, okay, um, I'm freaking out here. This is stressful oh, it's stuff. Hardball. Anyways, right, look, well. you'll hear about what happens. We've also got Clickfish. Uh, thank you to producer Bron. She's been clicking some of uh, the headlines that we haven't wanted to over the weekend. So we cannot wait to jump into Monday morning. Let's do it. Hope you're having a good one. This is Matt and Alex, All Day Breakfast.
2: Let's go. Here we go,
0: here we go, here we go. Matt and Alex, All Day
1: Breakfast. So,
2: Maddie, Saturday comes around. I'm stuck on the couch in Melbourne, double screening two sports, NBA playoffs and AFL, (laughs) slobbered it up, got nothing for the week. I look at the time. I'm like, the auction must be finished by now. Send you a text. You refuse to tell me what happened. (laughs) So I am bursting at the (laughs) seams to find out how the auction went on the weekend.
1: Well, I'm excited to tell you. I know, and thank you, listening, for all of the messages that we got, not just on the at at Matt Dunne and Alex uh, Instagram, but also on my personal Instagram, saying good luck, Maddie. Uh, I I announced a uh, a new Boilermakers EP coming in a couple of weeks. (laughs) Some couple of comments under that were like, "Go get that house, Maddie." Um, So thank you very much for that. And I can't thank you enough for all of the tips and suggestions uh, that we received from you and from some of our expert, experts, Amy Linardi, uh, property guru, uh, Dave Hughes last week. I, it all went into my head. It all went into my head in the lead up to the momentous occasion. And I think without further ado, let's find out how I went. <laughs>
3: Well, here we are, the morning of the auction. The sky is
1: blue, the sun is crisp. I've noticed my appetite, not good. Not good, could barely get through two pieces of uh, plain white toast with butter. Um, and I really put that butter on this morning as well. Absolutely lathered it up and uh, still didn't entice me for the brekkie wind, So off to get a coffee, fingers crossed I can Get that hit that I need.
3: Wow, six dollars for a soy flat
1: white. I don't think I can afford an auction after this. So, regards of what I'm wearing, what, the uniform today. Got the brown shoes on. Got the jeans. Button-up shirt, um, maroon colour. Got the navy suit jacket over the top. Ah, oh, no, 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 I forgot sunglasses. Ah, we Oh, no. Ah, oh, man, okay. I'm gonna have to go get some. Ah, he's a chemist. What do we got? The red
3: ones, the blue, no. Nah, I don't think aviators is, uh, is my style today.
1: Ah, this is a crisis. 30 bucks, no. <laughs> no, this is not what I needed. Don't they have any cheapies? Oh, guys, we've hit a very big hiccup here. I could not bring myself to
3: spend $30 on a new pair of sunglasses when I've got so many sunglasses at home. It's not the money, it's the waste. You know, if this is, the, if this is what makes me lose, well, at least I'll be a winner that can breathe fresh air, that advocates for less waste and dolphins that are alive and can breathe.
1: Okay, now all this fiffing and faffing around. Suddenly I'm late. <laughs> I'm gonna. Uh, the, okay, the inspection started 10 minutes ago. Alright, auction coming up in 20 minutes. Suddenly I'm picking up pace down the street. I don't have time to drink my coffee. Sun glaring in my eyes, I can't see. It's all starting to get derailed, I'm frazzled.
3: Okay, so I've just arrived. There's about. I'd say 12 people milling about. Someone in the high vis walking around, possibly a tradie looking to uh, flip the joint. A couple of older, seem to be investors um, in puffer vests discussing what the rental yield might be. Now the doubt's setting in. Is this actually something that I want? These things, a lot of money. Is it right? Does it feel right? One thing is for certain. I'm definitely overdressed. <laughs> well, the real estate agent doesn't like me. Um, every single question I ask seems to be the stupidest question in the world. So, <laughs> the pressure is coming from all angles here.
2: Morning all, and welcome to another fantastic auction. The number one, the rest of the time, by the Freeman Oh my god, I big talking so so, he's right to be in place of the world in terms of in conditions. But, Maine's job is probably any time to the start. Very transparent. I'm not a sign there. Anyone with <laughs> stars. Certainly think that's worth it all day. I can't say that either. $1,000, I need a $20,000 rise to start with make it nice and quick. Here we go. It's a bit here. I'm in the first bid. $1,000 <laughs> for 40. Turn them the box seat now. He's in whole position on the right hand side. Have the conversations, make the bids quicker. Third level unit, pool, rates are option to renovate. I'll go. Seven. Seven. Eights now. Make it quick. Think where you're located. Think of the apple. First call, gentlemen. mid. do not mess it for a bit of furnishings like a paint. Second call, with this wonderful apple cursed up here, do not let it pass you by. The opportunity is getting harder and harder. But third, at final time.
1: Well, well, well.
2: Mate, <laughs> mate <laughs> don't, does that mean you one? But tell me! You left us hanging on the
1: edge! It's a very big congratulations to Mr. Puffer Vest uh, investor, oh, I believe, taking it home, no. pipping me by, oh. a few, by, by a little bit of a bid. I came in third um, in terms of heights. Oh. It actually got passed in, which I was surprised about because they kept talking wow. about how nothing gets passed in these days, which goes to show the people you know the the people who are setting the reserve which were not traditional vendors might i add mm-hmm. obviously contributing to a bubble so shame on you um that could just so be my, wait and so the peak, so it went past cringe. your your top limit yeah so i had my i set my limit all right yeah so the very first bid way low ball okay that was just they were just there to grab an wait. absolute bargain Did, And you were the first bid weren't you No, 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 someone behind me bid just Uh, way, way, way low. The auctioneer didn't even recognize it, just said, no, uh uh-uh, all right? Then I mustered up the courage to bid myself, put the paddle up at exactly the same time someone else across the room gets a paddle up. Then they then they got their bid recognized and I didn't get mine. That sent me I got jittery after that, man. And then Aww. I was like, oh, okay. And then we're bidding. And then he started going fast, you know? He's going up in these big increments and I was like, oh, this is this is getting quicker than I thought. And you know, everyone's saying just put your put, you know, put your maximum in, you know where your maximum is, just go hard, just go hard. And so suddenly I get in, and I get a recognized beard and then it gets beat gets beaten straight away. And I put another one in and it gets beaten straight away. And then we're up close to where my maximum limit was but he'd said it's not on the market yet we haven't hit the reserve, so, so you better yeah. keep going and so then another young couple go in right so they start coming in so there's three of us all going then at one stage it gets down to second and final time looking at me right my heart's beating but he's like I've got to let you know it's not going it's not we're passing it in at this, at this price so even if you win you just get first choice and he's like first second to this gentleman here and he's pointing at me and then old mate Puffer Vest sticks his paddle up oh we're back on then the young couple <laughs> couple go again, then puffer vest goes again, then I go again, then young couple go again, then puffer vest goes again. And by that stage, we're all exhausted. It's one, two, three, passed in to puffer vest. They pull them pull him aside and say, look, can you meet the reserve? Uh, I think they jumped them by about, a, a, about a, uh, couldn't have been much, maybe only a grand or two. Made it unconditional, sold it there and then. We hung around for about half an hour like waiting to see whether the, the highest bidder would would uh. take it. Um, and then yeah, they, they ended up taking it. So it was a little bit of a loss. Well, congratulations on bidding.
2: but what's with this price guiding if they're getting you in and it's passing your maximum at these areas Dude, and
1: it's not hip- reaching reserve. To, to, yeah, so to, uh, one story about this, someone that I, I was talking to on the weekend, they went to their, they went to their reserve they went to an auction, right? the place they were trying to buy. The reserve was a hundred thousand dollars over the price guide. That needs to be illegal. That like how illegal. can that you say be, yeah, yeah it'll be sold between this? Yet they know full well that they will not sell it. We're not selling for this, <laughs> <That's>, <laughs> yeah, but we want everyone to think like that move. has to be illegal. But anyways, this yeah. is a completely different thing. Um, yeah, I, I did feel bad because the investor did look like um, you know pre-boom, pre-boom. I wouldn't say full-blown boomer, but you know mm. if, if I'm a geriatric millennial, I'd say they're on the they're on boom cusp, um, and. Right. And so I would suggest that was the couple who were looking at a rental, you know, talking about rental price and stuff. I'd say that they were most likely going to um, going to invest. But the the young couple who I was bidding up against it was me, Investor Puffer Vest, and then the young couple, I talked to them on the way out and I said, were you guys, t- you know, if you guys had won, were you guys going to be living here? And the girl said, yeah, we were, but that's oh. okay. And I thought, oh, you know what? It's so lucky that I didn't win because I'm an investor too. <laughs> 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 I'm part of the problem. <laughs> why were we uh, cheering for yes. you all
2: week? <laughs> why, did we, why did we do this? No. You negative no. gearing, franking credits, <laughs> millennial boomer, absolute. Pelican,
1: hey. Get out of here with you. Take your paddle, <laughs> spank your bottom, and get out of here, mate. Thanks for all your support. I really appreciate it to the podcast audience. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry I'm part of the problem, but not this time. So there we go. Thank you very much. <laughs> There's
2: always a bigger fish. <laughs> coffee? Yeah, coffee.
0: A seventh coffee never hurt anyone. I feel a buzz.
2: Now, Matt, real estate is one way to get your foot in the door, uh, as you've been trying to do there. Um, crypto, another very popular way to try and make the big bucks oh, these bro, days. Don't start me.
1: <laughs> just hemorrhaging it, money.
2: This, Matt's Matt's um, investment half hour. Is that what we should call today's oh podcast? Oh my
1: god! <laughs> Every time I look, it just so much. I'm so much red. <laughs> Anytime I open the app, it's just it's just down arrows and red print, my man.
2: More red than hey, hey, it's Saturday uh, <laughs> and the gong there. But I haven't got into either of those. I've found a new way to make those big bucks. And I'm going to let the, the good listeners of All Day Breakfast in on it. And that is I'm going to be booking a plane ticket to southeastern Oklahoma because they've just announced a 3 million dollar Bigfoot bounty. Oh. So what if you if you catch Bigfoot or you see Bigfoot? Well, th- seeing Bigfoot is one thing. I don't think you get the 3 million for seeing Bigfoot. But should you get Bigfoot and capture him or her unharmed, you got yourself 3 million dollars. And I think with the amount of red going on in that crypto market, with the property prices <laughs> getting out of control, this could be a way for young Australians to
1: finally uh, crack this uh, this big world of capitalism in which we live. Do you know? I once found uh, an echidna in my front yard in Brisbane. Um, <laughs> yeah, I remember I was going across to my next door neighbor's place, and I was like, "Is that an echidna?" And I shine my torch. I went inside, grab a torch, shine on it. Fair enough, there was just an echidna in my front yard. Now, I th- these things, uh, that would be one of the fewest echidnas I've ever seen in the wild in my life. And my, my next-door neighbour was a snake catcher, so he came round, put it in a box, and then we released it up on Mount Kutha. But oh, i got to nice. tell ya, you. Know, no reward for that, though. No, didn't even get $3. Not even a bag of snakes <laughs> at the local convenience store. All well, right? that, because that's because, buddy, you know, Brisbane's cheap compared to Oklahoma.
2: Well, you should. But I think echidna returns should be at least 10 cents, much like cans in South Australia that well, you can get. Well, they're, um, they're,
1: the, they're on the coin, aren't they? You should get one. You, you should, should get, get... <laughs> one. Wait, so they're the five cents, aren't they? Are they? The, oh, yeah, five well... cents for an echidna. <laughs> so, uh, safe return. So what happens when you catch Bigfoot?
2: Well, you, they don't want you to hunt Bigfoots. Uh an official from Oklahoma says, we don't hunt, hunt Bigfoot. Nobody wants to harm Bigfoot. We're going to do a live, humane capture of Bigfoot. Uh, and it's extending beyond just our region, throughout the state, we're wanting the whole world to come to southeastern Oklahoma, to the state of Oklahoma, and get involved in our bounty. Oklahoma bounty. Bigfoot bounty. We're excited for the whole world to come and participate. So, look, if you get there, I mean, you'd buy your cages locally, I would, I would think. Um, but I'm not not sure what sort of trap I'm going to go with yet, Matt, because you could dig a hole and put like a sheet over it and cover it with leaves. You could have the sort of rope attached to a tree where it gets your foot and hangs you upside down. Uh,
1: Dude, I think, I mean, I've seen seen you with no, you know, shirt on and I've seen you wearing shorts. You've got a fair bit of hair going on there. You could go the (laughs) thirst trap. That's how I, if I were you, I would be catching Bigfoot with the thirst trap. Absolutely. Yeah, just get him in and then then
2: um, Bigfoot in my Instagram DMs, you up? It's like, come on round. Why not? Um, another way to capture Bigfoot is to just say, hey, babe, haven't seen you since high school. Do you want a great opportunity to get involved in my multi-level marketing campaign?
1: That's a good
2: way. Just don't say it in the first message, just sort of like four messages and then, you know, throw the um, the... New makeup company on them that could be pretty good.
1: You could also just just start from by emailing like Bigfoot at hotmail, Bigfoot one at hotmail, Bigfoot two at hotmail, and just go along and offer free <laughs> web design. Uh, that could work as well. <laughs> um, that you've or, got
2: an app <laughs> on every post that uh, Bigfoot puts up. You've just got that. <laughs> You've got that automatic comment <laughs> that says, love this post.
1: Would you like to collaborate? Hit us up. <laughs> so let us know, how would, you, uh, how would you lure Bigfoot? How are we going to trap <laughs> Bigfoot? Honestly, I tell you what, I mean, if it was me and it happened again on the weekend, just a little taste test stall out the front of the butchers, I'd, I'd be coming out of hiding, no worries at all. I like, what's this? A bit of, oh, some bit of sausage, a bit of schnitzel. Oh, okay, yeah, I wouldn't mind trying some of this every Sunday. So, yeah, <laughs> I
2: would be doing that. Well, Matt, if you can get it that way, I will split the winnings with you, one point five mil each. That'll get us a uh, a one bedroom studio in Darlinghurst. Perfect. <laughs> Order up. Just
1: how you like it. Perfect. Click, click,
0: click, 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 click. Click Clickfish. Clickfish. With producer Bron.
2: Oh yes, producer Bron in the studio. Uh, Another person who's had some housing news this weekend. You've made a bit of a move recently, Bron.
0: Yes, I moved in about a week ago to a new place. And with Melbourne lockdown, it's just worse timing because we haven't connected our internet yet. So it feels Ooh. like I've been transported back a decade, just waiting for good shows to come on free-to-air TV. <laughs> checking the TV guide, I was like, I didn't even oh, know we're we had checking this. checking the guide.
2: <laughs> Unbelievable. I'll give you a tip, Bron. Channel ninety-four, nine life. House Hunters International all day, every day. Just put it on, set and forget. No need to change, particularly if you're in the moving houses game.
0: (laughs) Even SBS food has come through quite a bit. I wasn't expecting it. Oh,
1: yeah, that's that's a lifesaver. Hey, I quite like (laughs) SBS food. Um, But, Brian, look, you surely would have had a lot of time then stuck indoors. Uh, I'm, I'm... Positive you've explored the new house uh, inside and out since lockdown started. So you must have been clicking some headlines that uh, Alex Dice and I are too cool to click. What have you been seeing?
0: Yes, with my phone data, I have been clicking. <laughs> um, so I've got kind of like a sandwich-themed click fish today.
1: Oh, oh, <laughs> oh, okay. Well, you got a slice of wholemeal and a slice of Wonderwhite with you right now. So let's go... Um, <laughs> What? Are you, what's what's the brawn feeling?
0: So headline: Disneyland is offering a hundred dollar sandwich, but why is it so expensive?
1: Mm, I'm gonna guess because it's Disneyland. <laughs> I bet, like, I bet it's probably just a ham and
2: cheese toasty. Maybe they're making it like Disney Plus, where you pay for the service, but if you want to watch Hamilton, you got to pay an extra thirty bucks. <laughs> except instead of Hamilton, it's just ham. <laughs>
1: <laughs> um. Okay. So. Is it just a regular sandwich? Is that like.
0: Yeah, it's a sandwich. It's called the Quantum Size Pimini sandwich, which has salami, m- rosemary ham, sun dried tomatoes, and toasted focaccia.
1: Oh. Okay. Look, to be fair, it sounds pretty average. Why is it quantum? Does quantum mean big? Quantum's numbers, right?
0: Yeah, it's apparently it's just very large, so you can eat it like between six to eight people rather than one. The normal size one is just fifteen bucks.
2: So. So it's like a pizza-sized
1: sh- toasty
2: where everyone can get a slice. This
0: doesn't it. sound COVID-safe in the US. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. It also just sounds like one of those things like. Just another thing you have to line up for, like just for your own bite of the sandwich that your family's bought. Like, just give us our own sandwiches, yeah. mate.
2: Well, you we know, things are big there, no? If you order a cup of tea, there's six people who sit in the cup. <laughs>
1: <laughs> That's quantum sized. <laughs> All right, so what else is going on in the news, Ron?
0: So this is from the Sun UK, headline, In a Jam, Gordon Ramsay Sparks Outrage with Jam Recipe that Contains Bacon.
1: Oh! Oh, look, that's not that. I mean, little chopped up bits of bacon, that's uh, that's just the salt sort of flavour to offset some of the sweetness, right?
0: But, l- no, listen to all these ingredients.
1: Bacon, shallots, brown sugar,
3: maple syrup, coffee, bacon jam,
0: Shallots, bacon,
2: and coffee. Oh, the coffee's Ooh. a bit of a curveball. Yeah, it, every now and is. again, if they, you see on a menu, if it's like a waffles sometimes or a pan or a pancake, you can get like candied bacon or mm-hmm. maple bacon and that kind of thing. So it's not out of there, but.
1: Usually, I have my coffee on the side. If that's yeah, well, the, that's the thing. The this just sounds like this just sounds like someone who's really hungover couldn't be bothered, <laughs> just having a proper breakfast, but wants everything about breakfast. It, it's, <laughs> the jam usually is just what happens when it's all in the stomach. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's like it's like someone's like, "How do? You, what do you want for breakfast? Oh, bacon, toast, marmalade, coffee." Someone's just chopping it all up in one thing Ego But I cannot be bothered
2: eating it all differently Just pour it in, will ya? Um, And who's slamming him? What critics are slamming Gordon for this?
0: So people are just saying like Why would anyone do this? This is horrible It's like diabetes and cholesterol Waiting to happen for some people Um. Well, no it's not We all eat these things for
1: breakfast all the time anyway We're just doing probably eating less of it and all these people, I bet they're just heroes with Twitter accounts. Send them. Get out. Just stop. <laughs> stop tweeting. Log off. Log <laughs> off, worm. All right. <laughs> Neck <laughs> up, you <laughs> parrot. <laughs> stop having to go up poor old Gordon Ramsay, all right? <laughs> Your energy into
2: good things like <laughs> climate change or making public toilet bathrooms Doors go all the way to the floor. All right, now let's go to the next one, shall we, yeah. yeah.
0: Headline, what's a toast sandwich and why do Gordon Ramsay, Heston Blumenthal <gasps> oh my God. and culinary greats think it should be on the menu?
1: Hey, look, I'm not <laughs> like, going to lie, your algorithm is so whack at the moment.
0: <laughs> uh, this this segment has really done a number on me. <laughs> Seriously.
1: <laughs> oh, Bron, I think, Okay. I honestly think you logged on at lunchtime and they've just, <laughs> like, really hit you. They're like, this person hasn't left the house in days. They obviously, <laughs> <laughs> like, I bet you got some sweet food delivery ads are all around
2: these as well. Okay, a toast sandwich. So that is that a piece of toast in between two slices of bread?
0: Yes. A toast sandwich. <laughs> so who's behind this? Who did you say? So it's been around for ages. It's a UK um, recipe. There's a recipe oh from God. 1861, which says you can add... So it's just like buttered toast in between two slices of plain bread, but you can add salt and pepper to taste. It sounds... Well, that's,
2: that doesn't sound too bad, Bron. You know, I was thinking of having a pastry pie the other day. It, I mean, it's... Um... <laughs>
1: It seems no. like a really great thing. Look, what I will say is what you're gonna get here is texture. Okay? So I respect <laughs> that. You're gonna get texture. Well, of course
2: you would, because all your all you're gonna get from that is crumbs, Matt. So of course you would. <laughs> of course you'd <laughs> like look, it.
1: I'm not I'm not entirely against it. Um I do find it a bit strange. It it does sound to me it is a bread sandwich, which which I do find strange, but remember, this just reminded me of the, um, the what's it called? The Pie Boat, I think it is, in um, Yapoon, right? Where uh, a pie bun, that's what it is. There's like oh a special alley with a bakery in Yapoon that sells the pie bun, and that's a pie inside a bread roll, right? So, like, I guess the question here is if we're gonna get something out of this, what's the weirdest sandwich? What's your sandwich? What are you putting <laughs> between bread? I mean, oh, chip man. sandwiches, they're done. I love them, but, uh, you know, yes. give me something else.
2: and sauce, what are you on?
1: What's your poison in
2: the <laughs> sandwich game? <laughs> What's your filling? Is the middle toast and the outside bread or is it all bread or all toast?
0: No, so it's the two outside pieces are just bread and the okay. inside piece is buttered toast.
1: So oh can I God. ask, is the inside piece of toast, a different variety of bread to the outside pieces. Like, are we talking panini outside, you know, thin, white, square cut yeah. within?
0: From what I've seen... There's pumpkin seed
2: outside <laughs> yeah. and some garlic bread in the middle. What are we What are we? On?
0: That actually sounds all right. Um, yeah. <laughs> from what I've seen, they're all the same variety of bread. Just, Just the piece in the middle square is bakery, toast. Yeah.
1: bakery loaf.
0: Yeah.
2: That sounds like... It, it reeks of desperation. <laughs> there is that is last resort cuisine, which isn't a bad name for a reality show, by the way.
1: Yeah, no one steal actually, that. Yeah, there'll be some clickbait about that show and some contestants soon, I reckon.
0: Can I just say, one this headline had Gordon Ramsay in the title. He was nowhere throughout the article. <laughs> well, what? Why? <laughs> what? 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 So they're like, why do Gordon Ramsay, Heston Blumenthal and other culinary greats think it should be on the menu? Gordon Ramsay is nowhere to be seen in the not article. Not mentioned once. No, but Heston is mentioned and he had it on his uh, restaurant, the Fat Duck menu, but he added all this other stuff. So I feel like it's not, you know, yeah. a real toast sandwich. It's just another sandwich with other stuff well, in it. Well, I mean,
1: you know M- you know, a Big Mac has another, like a grilled piece of bread in the middle too, but also, lo and behold, it's got special sauce. Like, there's a lot (laughs) of other stuff that make it different.
2: Yeah, well... Be that as it may, Matt, I feel much like the filling of a toast sandwich. That article is cooked. So um, let's leave it there. Bron, thank you very much for uh, joining us. All the best with your free air television. There's, uh, I, I think Outback Truckers is on 7 Mate tonight, so you'll be set. Um, <laughs> if we'll it's, not, if it's not
1: Outback Truckers, it'll be swamp people or it'll be, like, extreme freezer repairers or, um, <laughs> like dankest hose makers or something <laughs> like that there's, there's some industry people, people mining for to- myrrh. the great <laughs> myrrh miners of montana <laughs> <laughs> all day breakfast
2: so matt sleep on any floors this weekend
1: <laughs> you know what you laugh ah uh, no i didn't but i was i was willing to cuz sophia been a l- little bit sniffly um, so instead I just had her in our bed just just kicking me a lot. <laughs> you don't understand how much kids roll around. they just elbow you and kick you and like they're just so annoying.
2: I remember my friend Dion at a sleepover one time was one of those ones we played Xbox all night and just had all the mattresses out on the floor doing that. And he said to the dude sleeping next to him, I must warn you, I do the nut bush in my sleep. Uh,
1: <laughs> <laughs> then he starts doing the knees into him. And like, oh, I know. Well, that's anyway. it. Like, Anyway, so, yeah, look, I haven't had the most comfortable nights of sleep the last couple of days, but uh, I'm not alone. A few people were texting in after I mentioned yes, uh, last week that, you know, my partner... My daughter and I all sleep sleeping in a weird jigsaw um, on floors, couches and cots uh, the other night because Sophia not feeling very well. But uh, we're not alone. Jessica texted in on uh, at matt.n.alex. Instagram said, one time I fell asleep against a statue in a crevice at Central Station in Sydney. Another time I caught the train from Sydney to Newcastle at 5am after a night out passed out and woke up to an entire carriage full of primary school kids. This might have been the most unpleasant experience in my entire life.
2: Yep, that would have been bad. Um, uh, Oliver also got in touch saying, I once shared a one-meter squared rug on a concrete floor at my friend's girlfriend's apartment after a night out because she didn't want us to sleep on her couch, which we found out the next morning had a pull-out bed in it. I mean, that's... That's
1: rough. That's rough. So That's, rude. I can, understa- I can even understand the bed, <laughs> but you're not even worthy for the couch, you grubs. Sleep on the rug like the dog that you are. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> oh, my God. And if you need to use a bathroom, there's a bucket of kitty litter in the laundry. <laughs> oh, I've got a bathroom. You're just not allowed to use it. <laughs> yeah. um, but reserved. Dave also slept weird after a big night out. Dave, you're, uh, how'd you sleep?
4: yeah yeah that's right. um yeah, much like a couple of my fellow Sydney siders got on the train at at central um in Sydney after a big night out in town catching up with some friends and I only needed to go about fifteen minutes to Strathfield, but um proceeded to fall asleep and uh, wake up an hour and a half later on the central coast, um, <laughs> nice. which is obviously pretty far pretty far from Sydney um, and yes, yeah, so I got off the train there at the random station that I woke up at and um, being the last train at late at night, I had to wait till about four thirty the next morning in the oh. cold winter's night to get the next train oh, back to Oh are you waiting, I know. waiting
2: on the Gosford Station platform <laughs> <Yeah>. all <laughs>
4: night, to just shivering.
2: For a no. Of hours. Oh no!
4: But uh, did you get
2: any shut eye on the on the platform.
4: <laughs> well, despite the uh, the nap on the way there, I actually got on the train and uh, proceeded to fall back asleep and wake up back at Central where I started from about no. six hours ago. <laughs> oh no!
1: Dude. Well, did you finally
4: make it home? I did, yeah. So the next train back to Stratfield, I made sure I stood up so that I couldn't fall back to sleep and <laughs> ended up home at about 7 a.m. after leaving it at midnight. So, yeah, oh, a bit of a shocker.
2: That is the equivalent of getting the, the golf ball on the green than having to three-putt it on the way home.
1: <laughs> you keep overshooting. You putt it, put it, it, put it past the hole into the bunker.
4: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> there was no feather touch. It was power driving <laughs>
1: Oh, uh, well, thank you very much for sharing, Dave, and hopefully you made it home uh, last night and you make so, it yeah, home again tonight. Yeah, and I, yeah, Jeez, and I do feel,
2: you. I think that Central Coast line, it just needs to set up a few futons at that station for the people <laughs> who are going to be overshooting it on nights out, definitely.
1: <laughs> well, that brings us to the end of another Matt and Alex episode. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you to Dave for joining us on the phone, sleeping in uh, on all sorts of stations all over the place. Uh, thank you to Bron, producer Bron, for uh, another excellent click fish. And commiserations,
2: Matt O'Kine. It was a close one, but look, better luck next time, hey? Eh?
1: Yeah, I know. A bit shame, but hey, the winner was the best, highest bidder on the day.
0: That's it. The all-day breakfast kitchen is closed. Got a story we need to hear? All the links are at mattandalex.com.au. Listener.